What's up, everybody? As active duty service members, we've all tried to buy multiple ribbons and devices in anticipation of messing up the ribbon construction process. We found it even more demoralizing paying high prices for mounting services. Luckily, the Perfect Ribbon provides the professional mounting look at a fraction of the cost. They take the hassle out of preparing ribbons so you can put on your uniform. Head on over to the show notes and use my referral code to get 20% off on your next purchase. I'll say welcome back to Meech Speaks. Welcome back to Meech Speaks. Meech Speaks. Welcome back to 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 Meech Speaks. I want to say something. A pause, motherfucker. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Meech Speaks. I'm your host, Demetrius Thickpen, also known as Meech Speaks. Now, I know it's been a minute since we had a guest on the show, but just, hey, look, this ain't no stranger to the show now. I got my brother here, Artavius Merritt. Y'all know him as RT. What's going on with it, man? What's up, man? Thank you for having me again. And then, too, right quick, I just want to give you your flowers, bro. Um, I, I know your your people see what you're doing out here. You're doing amazing things. Hey, y'all, my boy just reached 10K followers. That's an amazing accomplishment. And we from the na- same neighborhood, Detroit, Michigan. So to hit 10K, bro, I just want to give y'all flowers before we even start the show. Man, look. Hey, look, look. The price is up now. You <laughs> feel be. me? The, the price is up. It got to be. <laughs> and, and, hey, 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 once again, man, getting the kids in the sports. RT, man... Damn, you such a good ass father, bro. I tell you, I bro, try. like you really a good ass dad. Like I, ain't, <laughs> I ain't even about to hold you up. But but back to the episode, man. Yep. Back to the episode. I feel like one of the biggest things is is that the price is definitely up. You know okay. what I mean? Um, and one of the beautiful one of the one the beautiful thing about this entire situation is the simple fact that I never switched up. Yeah. And I was sitting back on that for like a cool minute, bro. Yep. You feel me? In the sense of when I first started and watching everybody else, you know, do their own thing. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but a lot of times like we'll, we'll, we'll get in, we'll get in our heads and we'll start judging ourselves based off of what we see someone else do. You Mm -hmm. feel me? And then we'll judge ourselves based off of the success that somebody else is receiving, thinking that that's the exact same type of success that we supposed to receive. And during that judgment, man, like, you know, you, you would sit back and you go on, you know, switch it up a little bit. You're going to try to hop on a trend. You're going to hop on a challenge. And I told this story recently, but this story stood out to me because I remember I was in a coaching group and it was right when it was right when I had just started, bro. It, it was right when I just started. Okay. And these coaches, they weren't kicking nothing like like some sage shit. You feel me? They weren't yeah. kitchen, kicking nothing sage. It was just they was kicking something that somebody else taught them and they were trying to get a kick on their own coaching program. Gotcha. So they were using us as a test pilot. And me and one of the guys, one of the coaches, we kept going back and forth about my content. Mm -hmm. And I I, I was trying to tell him, like, look, man, like, I want to do things that resonate with me. Mm -hmm. You feel me? I want to do things that resonate with me. And I remember him telling me, well, you should do these trends and you should do these uh, challenges. And it was the push-up challenges and the pull-up challenges. And this is when I first realized that I was going to be Meech Speaks. Okay. You know what I mean? So if I'm Meech Speaks, why is Meech doing pull-ups? Why right. is Meech doing, why is Meech running? <laughs> right. You, 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 you feel me? Why, why is Meech doing these things? Right. And I told him, I was like, look, man, I don't, I don't think that works for me. You right. know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want to become a trend. I don't want to become a challenge. You yeah. know what I mean? I want to be something that I could, I could, this is, could be longevity for me. Absolutely. And he was like, well, if you don't do that, then your content's not going to blow up. Right. And I remember saying, well, I, I think it's best that I leave. And right. I'm so happy, bro. Like, I'm really so happy that I stuck to my guns on that one. I really stuck to my guns on that. That's amazing, bro. Two things. The first thing is I, I was literally um, telling a, a client of mine today, it's crazy. You know how the universe works. It's crazy. I just told my client, mm-hmm. um, and I wind up posting it, but I said, comparison is the thief of joy. Because oftentimes 100%. we can be in our own space, but yet we'll see somebody else space and be unhappy just because of what they got. When it's like, look up all what you got. But, um, bro, something that I want to ask you is how hard was that process? Because I think a lot of people kind of fake the funk when they like, you know, I had to stay true to me. But when you're really in that process, 
what did you do to make you stay grounded? Man, one of the biggest things that I did to keep myself grounded, and, and I'll tell you right now, that wasn't no easy feat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? That wasn't no easy feat, especially when you see, especially when you see everybody else, yeah. they're essentially, and I, and I say quote unquote, succeeding. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, they getting the clout, they getting the recognition, they shit getting shared. Yeah. Um, I kept telling myself like, dog, like, do you really want to be a fucking video? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, do you, do you really want to be a trend? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do you, do you, do you, what do you, what do you want? And if, and are you doing this for you or are you just doing this for the sake of exposure? Cause if mm. you're doing this shit for the sake of exposure, yeah. you feel me? Then go crazy, right? Go crazy. Hop on a trend, <coughs> hop yep. on a challenge. You know what I mean? Me align yourself with people that you wouldn't even talk to in real life. Right. You know what I mean? Because you know that they going they going to boost your stuff up. Yep. But if you trying to do something and you really trying to do something that's, that's going to help your community and also some shit that you can resonate with, yep. then bro, man, like you got to stick to your guns on this. Mm, that's deep. I, I don't think too many people can do that because we live in a generation where that's not popular. You know what I mean? So it's like, you got to have 100%. some self-confidence because a lot of self-doubt comes in that process. So I'm, I'm super proud of you, bro. And like you said, even being in that event in the coaches like program, because it's like here, this coach is coming in trying to change who you are. And that's almost like we use sports analogy. A lot of times that's like a coach coming in and telling Steph Curry, like you got to dunk the basketball more. You know what I mean? Like he would never be great <laughs> if, he listened to a coach. You feel like, me? Yeah, like you know, you you got to dunk more if you want to get fans in the seats. But now he's the highest paid, um, like most viewed athlete in the NBA in the last twenty seven seasons. So it's like, imagine if he listened to a coach, and I think that's what people need to hear. You don't always got to listen to friends, family, or whoever that doesn't see your vision because they're not supposed to. Hmm. And, and, and I love that you say that, bro, man, because it it always goes deeper than just social media. You feel yep. me? This is this this is career. Yep. This is life. Yep. This is this is this is you finding yourself. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? A lot of times, like people give up on the idea of finding themselves and accept the idea of what someone else found for them. Yep. Because because it came from a parent, it came from a loved one, it came from somebody close to him, it came from a person who said, "Nah, bro, don't do that." And and yep. here you are, inauthentic around people. Let me rephrase that: you 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 authentic to them, but you inauthentic to yourself. Yep. You feel me? They think yep. you real as hell, but you know that you putting up a front. Yep. Yep. And and I think that was one of the biggest ones with it. With man, is that you know by doing that 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 kept me. That kept me grounded online and offline, bro. Because if if I wasn't if I was gonna be me offline, and I was gonna be me online, and if I was gonna be me online, and I had to be me offline, and I had to stay with it. Man, you know that's beautiful. I think one thing that I want to give to the listeners. I remember in my process, like you know, when I was in school for my master's program, and I was going to be a psychologist. All my friends at the time, you know, I was young. I was my twenties. All my friends was mm-hmm. out partying turning up that. some of our friends were scamming you know so in my head i'm like i'm missing mm-hmm. out that was when the scamming the scamming yeah. era started to pop up yeah. yeah when it started to pop up so i remember i had a mentor ask me this question and this question is what i always ask myself and what helps me stay grounded my mentor said would you rather be at war with yourself but at peace with the world or would you rather be at peace with yourself and at war with the world. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, you know, it was like a... I'm at, at yeah, the time hey, say that again. Yeah, I was like, she said, um, shout out to Dr. Gaines. She's a psychologist out of Southfield, Michigan. But she said, would you rather be um, at war with yourself and at peace with the world? Or would you rather be at peace with yourself and at war with the world? And, you know, for me, that's something that helped me stay grounded because it was like, as long as kind of like what you said and your story, you know how we rock, resonates with me because it's like, as long as we're true to ourselves, the rest will handle itself. 100%. You know, because that's how society works. Like, your friends won't support you until a stranger does. And then that's when everybody be like, oh, I knew you wasn't popular. 
man, I knew you. I knew your shit was gonna pop, man. Yeah. Yeah. You stayed, you, hey, 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 you kept grinding, yeah. you feel me, you kept, you stayed 10 toes down, yeah. and, and, and the whole time they leaving out the part when they didn't even think that your shit was going to pop off. Facts. The, the whole time they, and, and, and you know, what's so crazy is, is that I, 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 I gave, um, I forgave that mm. years ago in the journey. You yeah. know what I mean? I forgave that very early on because I had to tell myself, man, like I was like, Meech, and a lot of people need to understand is that, you know, what you're doing may not, it may, it may align with you, but it's not going to align with everyone around you. Fact. And you cannot expect anyone around you to support you with something that they don't align with. Yeah. You feel me? It's almost selfish to, to, to believe that, you know, just because you fucking with me, dad, damn, man, I wish you would support my shit. No. For example, we do this podcast right here. You no. feel me? I don't expect like that many of my close friends or my, I literally phrase, I don't expect that many of my family or some of my friends to listen to this episode no. because I don't make an episode. I don't make podcasts for them. Absolutely. You know what I mean? They, they might listen to sport podcasts, right? You know, so, so I made peace for that part right there. And a lot of times, and I feel like that's one of the biggest deterrents yeah. when you talk about somebody that wants to stick to their guns, mm. that want to go to college, you yep. feel me? Get a master's early. You yep. feel me? You yep. know, go against the grain coming from Detroit, Michigan yep. and, and everybody else is going into one direction yep. and they scam it. That's yeah. when rapping is starting to really pick up in Detroit Facts. and everybody telling you that you should go into this direction. Yeah. But here you are now and yeah. you're successful. It's like, yeah. come on now. Like yeah. that's one of the biggest things. And the, the thing that I want to piggyback on, bro, is I also believe, like you say, the forgiveness part and I understand it, but I think followers need to hear also what you said at the beginning, the price is going up. So it's like, when those friends do come around, don't expect a discount because I built this. You know, so it's like, 100%. it's one of those where, let's say they got a clothing brand. Hey, Meech, can I get on your podcast? No, the the price that you charge everyone else, I have to charge you that. Yeah, and the price is up and you're going to pay that <sighs> price because my thing is this. I didn't hold it against you for not supporting me, but I'm damn sure not giving you a discount when you need help from me. <sighs> And that's it right there. You feel me? No. And and I and I and I love the way you put that, bro. Because of the simple fact of you know, because a lot of people will sit back and be like, oh, well, you think that now that you're this that no. oh, you you better than me or you know you too good for it. It's not no. that I, I. It's not that I'm too good. It, no. It's the fact that I know my worth. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it's the fact that I've been with myself since since the beginning. No. Back when I was charging free shit, you know, no. free calls and they back when it. when the price was this, yeah. you didn't want to take it. You didn't yeah. think that I was good then. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You wanted to pay the other person. But yeah. now that you hear the reviews, now that you hear everyone say like, yo, no, no, he's really him. Yeah. You know, now you're saying like, damn, man, like, hey, can I get yesterday's price? No. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Right. And I think that's what followers and people that's seeking you at this point need to realize where now your price looks almost scary to some people, but you're worth it. You got results. Your name stands. Mm -hmm. So they have to pay that price. You know what I mean? And I think that's the biggest thing because it's the same thing in therapy. Where when I first started off, I was doing pro bono work. I was giving away sessions. I was giving away free group sessions. But now my price is my price. When they like, damn, this much for an hour? Because if you want the results, I'm a value-based um, type of person where my value is going to exceed this price that I give you. And I, I feel like that's the same thing that followers and people that's seeking um, partnerships with you should view as well, where the value that you bring to this partnership is worth way more than money. Mm -hmm. You know, if that makes sense. And I feel like, no, no, man. Yeah. Like that, 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 that makes perfect sense. You yeah. know what I mean? And you know, what's so crazy about that is, is that I started saying yesterday's price ain't today's price. Yeah. When I first started, right? Like I sent out like a whole bunch, you know, I was really trying <clears> to, I was trying to get guests on my show. You yep. feel me? I was trying to build up my notoriety. Yep. But at the exact same time, I was also just trying to gain, you know, a different perspective from other people. Yeah. And I remember reaching out to, you know, it, I forget. 
it was a Marine, you know what I mean? And okay. she was popping, you know what I mean? She was popping yeah. on, the, on the military influencer side. And I was yeah. like, just like, oh, I love to have her on the show. Hop on, we do an episode. This is 2019 mm-hmm. when I sent that out. Mm-hmm. She come back around in 2023 talking Ooh. about, hey, you know, dog. First, she came back in 2023. <laughs> right. You feel me? Yeah. Like you Four see, years you later, it. she comes back. You know, and and she's like, I love to work with you. You know, sorry that I'm just now getting back to you. Like as if I I had sent this out last week. Right. This been, I, 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 for, I forgot that I even sent this message out. Right. You know what I mean? I had to look at it yep. and be like, when did I? Well, I was like, what, what are you talking about? <clears throat> right. Not realizing there's a message above that in 2019. That's the last time we talked. That's powerful. And I was like this, and I and and I. And I said to myself, I said, I'm sorry, baby. I'm I'm him now. Yeah. You you feel me? I'm him now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you should, this was a conversation we should have had, you know, back in 2019. Right. Back in 2020. Yeah. You feel me? Don't 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 reach out to me four years later and say like, oh, I love to hop on your show because yeah. now you see people sharing it. Yeah. You know, I love to hop on your show because I see people collaborating. Right. You feel me? Switch gears. You know. A person coming up to you talking about, man, I love to, you know, man, hey, hey, I hope you're not too busy in your schedule. I'm 100% busy now. Yeah. Back when I when I was free, you wasn't fucking with me. Right. But I'm 100% busy now. Yeah. Let me ask you this. And, and we can move forward, I f- but, but I got one big question for you. And it, by all means, we can talk mm-hmm. about it off camera. You don't got to tell me. Are you finally charging nah, your worth you know. now? Oh, 100%. Okay. A hundred percent for speaking it for speaking engagements okay. and for sponsorships. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that's one of the biggest things. You know, when I first started speaking, I was at a level where I was like, damn, man, like I really need to get out there. Right. So, you know, I was showing up to the high schools. You feel me? I was showing up to them high schools yeah. and I'm speaking, but but I needed the exposure, Absolutely. I needed the camera time, I needed to build my portfolio. Yeah. You know, when I did that, man, when I, when I did that engagement with Lisa Nichols, bro, like yeah. I, I, I was like, all right, well at some point now, Demetrius, you got to start charging. Yeah. You feel me? You going to have to start drop, like, charging. That's my boy name drop. Go you, you know that's what I mean? Deal. <laughs> that's a big deal. No, you got to know. Cause that's the funny thing is now like people think some people would think, and by all means, I didn't know you all our life, but people will think when you start talking in a type of dialogue, that you're arrogant or, um, you know, you're conceited or you're overconfident, whereas, like, you got it out the mud and now you didn't put the results. You you have, like, your resume is phenomenal. So now, yes, I do name drop. Yes, I do charge this price. Like, I remember when I started seeing your prices go up for sponsorship, I was the one, I'm, I was still was like, bro, that's not enough. Look at the, the, the resources mm-hmm. that you have. So it's like, to see where you at now, Merle, other story. I'm so fucking proud of you, man. Because, like I said, it's not easy, nah. and we live in a generation where they think overnight success happens. I remember when you had a hundred followers to two hundred. Now you got ten k, and I can't wait till you get to fifteen to twenty. Like we got to get you out there, and you getting yourself out there. So, like I said, I think that's just the dopest thing in the world, bro. And I want you to take the time just to recognize it. Man, and I and I feel like that's one of the biggest things, man. Especially as we talk about recognition, because a lot of times, bro, you feel me? We 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 gaslight ourselves. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like we 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 get accomplished. We accomplish something, and the moment that we go to celebrate it, mm. we immediately will rain on our own parade. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We are. We'll graduate top of our class. We'll overcome the obstacles, but then we'll say, well, you know, you know, you still got to lock in this. You mm-hmm. still got to get your clientele up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not acknowledging the fact that you started and you completed more than what everybody else has. Mm-hmm. But instead of saying that to ourselves, we'll say, well, so many people have completed more than what you have. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember, you know, just to, you know, go back to the 10K part. You feel me? I hit it and I was just like, ah, man, but... It'll be nice to have ten thousand listeners. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I had to stop myself. I said, "Yo, Meech, bro, like, what are we, when are we gonna be happy? Right? You, you, you feel me? Like, when yeah. are when are we going to finally allow ourselves to be happy? Why mm-hmm. is there always going to be a carrot at the end of the stick? 
you know, and, and, and we live in this culture right now where it's this always, <coughs> Hey man, you got to keep grinding. You mm-hmm. ain't a, 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 a sleep for the week. You know what I mean? You sleep when you're dead. And, and I feel like that's such this false idea that you burn yourself out and you 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 run past major monuments in your life, major milestones within your life that you were supposed to stop and relish. Mm. But but you don't even realize that you accomplished that. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. You haven't even you you, you don't even acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. You don't even acknowledge it until it's years later. And then and then you when someone you explain it to somebody and, and they're surprised, you don't even know why you're you don't even know why they're surprised mm-hmm. because you never stopped to realize what you just ran past. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like when I tell people that I wrote a book, motherfuckers be looking at me, you know what I mean? And they be like, Wow, man, like that's a major accomplishment. And I just shrug my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 now one of the biggest things is, and this is the reason why I had to stop gaslighting myself, because imagine if you told somebody your accomplishments and they just shrugged their shoulders, shrugged their shoulders to you. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, you still got more. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you know, everybody do that. Yeah. How would you handle that, bro? Well, one thing before, before we get there, bro, I think realizing that that's a trauma response that a lot of us have, you know, like growing mm. up, you got to think about it growing up especially where we from um it's never good enough you know what i mean like we're always taught like i have to um in order to get a certain amount of attention i have to be good at something that's why a lot of us turn to sports you know what i mean like hey i'm starting Mm hey i'm no i'm a quarterback you know so it's never good enough and that's our own trauma response to um all right, I still got to do more. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. us really never fully healing or being able to feel an accomplishment because right after you just scored three touchdowns in that game, you got to go be the man of the house at 16. So you're not even mm-hmm. able to really realize like, damn, not too many people scored three touchdowns in a game. Like you said, with the followers, a lot of people, when they mm-hmm. talk about followers for me, Think about it. And me and you have had this discussion a lot of times. Imagine a hundred followers to us, to to the normal person. They'd be like, that ain't nothing. You only got a hundred followers. You lame. But have you ever seen a hundred people in a room? Have you been in a room with a hundred people? Right. They shut down parties for that. Right. And think about it. If a hundred people gave you a hundred dollars, you do the math. So like, you know, we, we think so, so far stretch you know what i mean but i think like you said it goes back to us honestly um like you said being able to step in a light to fully feel and be in the moment and i don't think a lot of us and especially males i don't think we're able to do that you know i i feel like 100 yeah I, I last session i told um I, our last time we spoke I think it's on camera or our camera, but last time we spoke, you know, I had a couple of people reach out to me because I made a comment and I said, for, I feel like being depressed is a luxury. And, um, Mm. I I think a lot of people that rubbed in the wrong way. So I, I, I couldn't wait to speak about it on here again, but I said, being depressed is a luxury because to a black person, we can't afford to just stop. Like we're constantly having to go no matter what it is. Man, <sighs> we can't lay in bed. All I had day. to write that one down. I no, I, I had to write that down, bro. And I'm so happy that you brought that up. I'm I'm so happy that you brought that one up, man. Because you know when people hear that, you know, because we in that we in that culture right now. You mm-hmm. feel me? Let me rephrase that. We in that era right mm-hmm. now where people are now starting to acknowledge mental health. Yeah, you feel me? And we in that era right now where it's almost becoming cool mm-hmm. to be broken. Oof. You feel me? Talk. Yeah. And, 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 and everybody wants to pride themselves on like, and I, and I'm not taking nothing away from it because thank God we start to do it because we used to treat it like it was a fucking taboo years ago where people were like this. I'm going yep. to therapy. You feel me? I'm, I, I'm, I'm doing my shadow work. I'm healing, you know, I'm working through yep. my anxiety. I'm working through my depression. I'm working through my traumas. You know, and I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. But, 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 but 
those ain't things that I really wanted to work on though. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. those weren't never really yeah. things that I really wanted to work on. You, yeah. you feel me? Like yeah. I'm not going to take my car to the, to the auto shop to get fixed. If there ain't nothing wrong with it. Right. <laughs> you know, right. And, and I'm not, and, 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 and I'm not saying, I'm not saying don't do that because by God, go and do it. Yeah. But, but, it becomes because everybody is doing it. It feels like if you're not doing it, then you're not a part of the trend. Yeah. But a lot of times, like people are under this impression that it's a trend when it's not. So yeah. I completely understand what you mean when you say like, you know, some people don't have the luxury to be depressed. Yeah. And what that means and, and how I interpret that is, is that I don't have the luxury to go internal and, no. You know, just go down a couple of the symptoms of it. And I can always be missing it because depression, you know, affects other people differently. Yeah. I ain't got the luxury to be in my head all day. I yeah. ain't got the luxury to talk down about myself all day. I ain't got yeah. the luxury to sleep in all day. I ain't yeah. got the luxury to disconnect from the world all day. I got kids. You and you, you feel me? I, I, I got a job. I got... Bro, what you just said is the most valid thing because think about it. The moment that you do, they're going to call you a deadbeat regardless yeah you know what i mean and that's what i mean by that mm -hmm. statement where like you, everything you just said where yeah we get tired yeah we get mentally drained but we don't have the luxury because of society and the way that society upholds us where we gotta continue to do no matter what you know what i mean where i'm being honest and it goes back to what you were saying where people you gotta work hard you gotta do all of this da 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 like you said, to me, that's bullshit. I didn't see, I never seen people, I never seen a person that worked two jobs rich or wealthy. Mm -hmm. You know, like when it's like, I'm working two jobs. I'm at, I'm at Chrysler at night. I'm at this, but still you're struggling. So it's like, at some point we got to break that cycle where no, it's about working smarter, not harder where no, I want my eight hours of sleep, but also in those other hours, I just tripled my money. You know, and then to piggyback and again, I, and I, and I go think, ahead, bro. Oh no, 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 no. no go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, no, the last thing I wanted. No, I lost. I lost. I lost it. I lost it. Go <laughs> ahead, you got it. No, no. The last thing I just wanted to piggyback. You hit so many fucking great points that you always do this to me, where I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta say this." Thing. We gotta like you hit so many great points, but the last point that I think what you were saying, bro, and I want to put it in a therapeutic standpoint when you talk about mental health, it's a lot of misdiagnosis and that's where it yes. begins to get sticky. Like, like what you say, you're mm -hmm. not, um, you know, like discrediting anyone that really has a mental health. But what you're saying is it's so many, like you ask somebody I'm depressed. Okay. Um, what, what therapist or who diagnosed you with that? Oh, nobody. I just can tell where, like you say, now that is the problem. You know what I mean? Not the ones that may mm -hmm. really have it, but in so many, I was dating a narcissist. How do you know? Was he diagnosed with it? No, he wasn't, but this is your opinion. So like you said, it's, it's these self-made diagnosis is what get me. My, and, and that's the thing, bro. You feel me? You know, just to double back on that is that, you know, we, we, we live in this era right now where, we got to be grinding, no. but, but we also got to do it. You know, to be honest with you, when you describe this era, bro, when you describe it, it, it almost seems, it, it sounds very overwhelming. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you got to go to therapy. You got to do your shadow work. <laughs> you got to break generational curses. You got to create another stream of revenue. You no. feel me? You got to turn your hobby into a primary. You know what I mean? You got to yeah. quit your fucking job. You yeah. know what I mean? You got to follow your dreams. You got to never give up on yourself. You got to uplift your neighbor. Shit, yeah. while you're at it, you got to taste it. Bro, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. it seems that's impossible. a lot. Like bro, you say, it you just, bro, somebody just dropped in. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like when somebody, if somebody just dropped in and, 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 and this is something that I have been practicing a lot of lately okay. is I speak about things as if I have to speak to somebody else. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't speak. I don't, when I, I'm, I'm, I don't try to speak in a sense of me being in it. I try to be me representing it or me talking about it. You know what I mean? That's so, okay. and, and what I mean by that is, is that. Uh, just like how I describe this era right now, I say that I speak about that as if I'm talking to somebody else, like somebody else mm -hmm. just dropped in. And yeah. now I'm, I'm speaking from it from that perspective. 
Got that you. sounds like a lot, bro. It do. You you feel me? Like that's that's like you going. You know what I mean? Like you going to college and they hand you these are the things that you need to accomplish in order <laughs> yeah. to get your master's. You yeah. looking at it and I'm you, out. you you holding it. You holding the transcript <laughs> up and you just like, yeah, I'm out. Damn, yeah, like I'm. I'm you know what I mean? I, like I when. You you feel me and and I I I not only do that with certain situations but I also will do that when I speak about myself. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like when I speak to myself, I speak to myself in a sense of you're not talking about you. You're talking about you're part talking about Demetrius to you. <clears throat> Got you. You know what I mean? So and and, and I I started doing that because of the uh, simple fact that I was never accomplished. I never felt like I was accomplished. Nah. So I would talk to myself like as if I I was another person. Like oh well you know you know Demetrius just accomplished this. Nah. And the reason why was because I needed to get my reaction to my own accomplishments, gotcha. not me in them. But how would I react to them? Got you. Because a lot of times, like you know, just like what I said. We got so much shit to do. Yep. You know what I mean? We just checking stuff off. We, 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 we are rushing through major accomplishments within our lives to get to whatever finish line that society has told us, social media has told us, our family and friends have told us. Yep. Not realizing is that these are major accomplishments that you are just casually just checking off. Yeah. You feel me? That you wasn't So when I told myself, to I was accomplish. like... That you wasn't set up like you weren't eat man. Bro, we you come from Detroit, Michigan. So to accomplish everything you did, yes. like you said, that wasn't even that statistically speaking, that wasn't even wasn't in the cards. Yes, wasn't in the cards. So like you say, that's huge. And I think for you, we you do it a little different from me. I love vision boards because vision boards is what give me that confirmation where I go back and look. And I'd be like, holy shit, I just did what? And I, I, I forget sometimes. I At the end of the year, I'd be like, oh shit, I got everything on this list. And like you say, I didn't even notice it because I still got bills due Monday. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I got this award, but. Oh, I, I must be doing my vision board wrong then. Yeah. <laughs> I must be doing it. You just, <laughs> look, look, the way you just described your vision board and the, what the fuck is on mine. I know I must be doing my vision board wrong because I'm just walking by that. I'm just walking by it and writing shit down okay. and then keeping it pushing. Okay, okay. So, 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 so I can tell you right now, don't look at my vision board if you want, if you're trying to get a vision for whatever I'm doing. No, but two, like you say, that's your vision. And with your vision, you got to mm. make it fit your vision. Because my, what's funny is whenever I throw a vision board party, I notice how each goal is so different. With the people in the room you know mm -hmm. what i mean some people going year by year some people going month by month some people going week by week some people going day by day who's right everyone is right because it's your vision mm. and that goes back to like you saying not comparing somebody's vision to yours because you look on somebody else and he like shit i want a hundred thousand a month you like shit i'm just trying to get five thousand a month you know so it's like you mm -hmm. overwork yourself and sometimes what you just said with life, bro, sometimes we overwhelm ourselves with things we cannot control. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like when you speak into that group and you telling them about life, I think the major thing is, all right, 90% of this is things you can't control. So let's, let's exit this 100%. out. So when you give me my college transcripts, put that at the fucking top. And that's why people like us help because we're that people to say, look, 90% of this shit don't matter. You can't control it. So let's focus on this 10% you can. A hundred percent, man. And I feel like one of the biggest things is, is that, you know, you gotta, you really gotta tell people your time limit is your time limit. It is mm. not, it's not everybody else's time limit. And I feel <clears> like <throat> that's one of the ones that's the, that's one of the main reasons why a lot of times, bro, you know, we, we invalidate our accomplishments or we, we minimize them because we got to hurry up and pack up and go because we feel like we behind. Yeah. We feel like we're behind. That's a great point. You know, a motherfucker close on a house. Yeah. You feel me? You a close on a house, but yeah. you, 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 you already trying to re renovate the house because you see somebody else, you know, doing that. Yeah. And you feel point. like you behind. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You, you trying to, you already got your degree. You walk into the job, you trying to negotiate a six figure salary no. because you see somebody else already having it. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? You, 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 you start a podcast. You already <laughs> talking about sponsorship. You just started the fucking podcast. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But because you have seen so many people do it, no. you feel like you're behind. No. And I feel like a lot of times, like, especially if you get that college transcript, you feel me? That life transcript, yeah. it has to have that at the top. You, you know what I mean? Like life is going to happen, yeah. but, but please understand these are the taskers in your life. Facts. These are not the taskers for everybody else. This is the taskers for your life. And they're set up that way that you can accomplish them. Yeah. No, that's a great point. That's a great point. Great point. You know, and and, and, and and I know I you know, I had asked you a question, I gotta go back to it, just wanna go back to okay. it. You feel me? And it was about uh projecting. It was about okay. projecting. Okay. And as you sit back and you talk about yourself, you yeah. feel me? Imagine imagine you telling somebody your accomplishments. You feel yeah. me? Imagine you telling your somebody your accomplishments and they just casually just shrug their shoulders like, mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Of course, man, that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. How do you react to that? You want to know something sad, bro? And um, I think for the longest, I, I feel like that's normal for us. You know what I mean? Like coming from the city that we come from, mm. um, coming from, you know, the background where I, I almost feel like me reacting to it would be like, I, I'm almost, it's no shock to me that somebody would feel like that because I have been put in that space so much. You know what I mean? Like, Although I'm the first to go to college, the first to graduate, the first to get a master's, the first to have a private practice, I'm steady feeling like, I feel like we get people that succeed in life get put in a box once they start succeeding, if that makes sense. So it's like, at first, it's like, you got to beat the odds. But once you beat the odds, they almost expect you to be everything else flawlessly. So one, one of the things that I say is um, you never know when a, cry- a lion is crying because it it roars. You know what I mean? So it's like, if he's hunting, he roars. If he's crying, he roars. So it's like, you never can tell when a lion is crying. And I feel like that's the space that I get put in a lot of times where it's like, no matter how well I do, once I crack that code where they seen I can overcome the things that was unbeatable, I, I always got pushed in that light where they oftentimes think I don't get weak, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. What I about, like that, man. Yeah. Like, oh, I, damn, I like Yeah, you know what I mean? So, I think, What about me? The same question? Yeah, yeah same question. <clears throat> man, you know, I, I, so that actually just recently happened to me. You know what I mean? Oh, where wow. I was telling okay. somebody, you know, I can't, yeah, yeah, it recently just happened where okay. I was like, somebody was talking to me you feel me? And I was just like, damn, man, you feel me? Like, I, you know, I, I, I hit a big milestone. I ain't hear from you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, they went on there was like, oh, well, I mean, are you going to congratulate a car for driving? Mm-hmm. You know, a bird for flying? Yeah. You know, and I'm saying to myself, like, yeah, motherfucker. Right. Yeah, I am right. going to congratulate. You, you know what I mean? I, but, but, but at the exact same. Go ahead. What's up? No, go ahead. And I'm thinking to myself, like, because you, you're you over there sitting there, you know, saying that this was something that I was supposed to be doing. This was not something that I was supposed to be doing. Fact. Now, I get it from your perspective that eventually, like, yeah, I was going to blow up, you yeah. know, so it's no surprise. But at the exact same time, regardless if it was a surprise to anybody, this is still an accomplishment. This is still a milestone. Now, hear me you know out. what I mean? That's a great point. And that point right there brings me to this. I realized through therapy and just through life lessons that people excitement and happiness is only dictated by the light that they are in when you accomplish it. So if it's a joint accomplishment, oh, hell yeah, bro, we there. But if it's just you, it's very selfish. So literally, Mm. depending on like I, I see it over and over again, where depending on their attachment to your goal is how excited they will be. And that's how you know you don't have a circle, you have a cage. And that's when you need new friends. Because whenever you're not happy for me because it's nothing attached to it for you, I I did not grew this friendship. You know what I mean? Like you when you're in a when you're in a circle 
everybody's happy for the littlest thing because every card does not drive. You know what I mean? Every card mm-hmm. that comes off that line does not fucking drive. You know what I mean? It's something wrong with mm-hmm. it. There's an error to it. So to say, would you be happy if the I card drives? Absolutely, because every card doesn't that comes off that fucking line. But that's how that cage mentality works versus a, a, a functioning circle. You know what I mean? Like, and it's one of those statements. It's like, you know, would you be happy if a car drive? Uh, if, if, to see a car drive, you damn right. If I made it, yeah, ooh, you damn right. Ooh, talk that shit, yeah. I like that. You, one. you, you, you feel me? Like, and yeah. I, and I think a lot of people like, That's you know, like, like, you know, that. and and, and, and wait, 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 wait. Say that one more time. <laughs> you hey, feel me? Yo, say that one more. I like that one a lot. You know, like it goes back to when, when when somebody says, like, you know, would you be happy if a car drove? You damn right. If I made I it, made it. Ooh, that's bossy. Talk especially, especially, especially if, like, you know, and I feel like a lot of people just don't, just like what you said. You know, based off of my attachment to the goal, no. determines my happiness to you. Yeah, and and that's when you start to really see who's rooting for you, and you really start to see it not during your moments. You know, everybody always says like you know your real friends when you down on your luck. Yeah, nah, nah. You know your real friends when you start to succeed. That's a bar. The moment you start to that's succeed, that's when you gonna start to see your real friends. Facts. Because your real friends, they got that's it's something about success, man. I tell you, it's something about success that's out of the norm for everyone. Because you got to say it like that. Yeah. Success that is out of the norm for everyone will get people to start to act out of character. Yeah. And and when you start to see people and they start to undermine your success, you feel me? And they attempt to keep you humble. Them people, nah, bro. Like, hey, man, get them out of here. We know them people. Get them out of here. Let's let's give this, them people for the listeners that's listening. That's them people that come around. Like, I seen your little book. I seen your little like. No, ain't shit little. That's mm. big, you know. But when when they start, that ain't nothing little drink, over here no yeah, more. I seen I seen you got that promotion with your little job. I seen your new little cart. No, it's all mm-hmm. big shit over here. But like you said. It comes with success because if we unhappy together, you you okay. I, I learned that a lot of people, misery loves company. Misery loves company. And a lot of people are only as happy as they are when you're not around, if that makes sense. So it's like, all right, if mm-hmm. that person's not around and they accomplish something, are you still happy for? You know what I mean? Because a lot of people you not they like, damn, you changed up. And, and and that's the beauty right there, man. You feel me? And we can even say it in today's language. You know what I mean? We ain't even got to say misery loves company anymore. Yeah. We can say that motherfuckers love the trauma bond. Uh, you yeah. feel me? We love yeah. the trauma bond now. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 but when you succeed, you know, it's, it's one of those moments is, is, are you happy for my success when I'm not around? You Facts. know what I mean? If I call you up and I'm t- able to tell you, are you able to receive it openly as if, like, you know, without undermining it. You feel me? Are you able to receive it in a sense of, oh, well, Meech, don't, you know, don't switch up. Why wouldn't I switch up? Right. Why wouldn't I change? I'm supposed to. Like, like, like you think I'm going to be, I'm supposed to change. You, I'm supposed, you feel me? And, and what, I, what I noticed, not to cut you off, bro, what I noticed is it's oftentimes what you just said earlier, it's not you that's changed. It's, that it's them that change. Where before you ain't never asked me to borrow five ten thousand dollars, but now you asking. So who really changed? You know what I mean? Like before, success will make the other people. Yeah, come on now, talk your shit, talk your shit. You feel me? And 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 somebody, you know, I heard somebody say that recently in an interview. You know what I mean? Like a motherfucker sit back and say that you changed. I'm like this, like, no. well, I, I didn't change, man. <clears throat> like when I was broke, you didn't ask me for money, but but now that I got some money, now you asking me. You the yeah. one that changed. I didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and that was one of the biggest ones is that like a lot of people will sit back and be like, oh, well, you know, are you still doing this little thing? It ain't little. You know what it's, I mean? It, yeah. I didn't I didn't see it as a little thing when I first started. And I definitely ain't seeing it now. And, yeah. and, and if that offends you, you offend it now because you see how big it really did get. Yeah. Yeah. And what people do, bro, a lot of times people project their own fears and their limitations on you. You know what I mean? So when they come and they say, bro, you sure you want to go that big? You sure you want to? Yes, I'm sure. But a lot of people project what mm-hmm. they cannot do onto you. And I think that's that's a, a huge um, 
a huge problem with society. Now, bro, not to go off topic, but I got a, I got a real question for you. Out of everything that you have done so far, what would you say is your biggest accomplishment in business? In business? No. <clears throat> um, my biggest accomplishment in in in, bu- in business, like financially. Um, it don't even got to be financially, but just like now that bro, you're an author, you got a a leading uh, podcast in the culture. Um, you know the guests speaking, everything that you got going. What do you feel is your most biggest accomplishment so far? I think my biggest accomplishment, man, um, is is the fact that I I remained consistent. Mm. That is the biggest accomplishment. You know what I mean? Like I remained consistent even when it wasn't good. Okay. You know what I mean? Like even like on the days where you know because I can I can say like oh well you know I'm a speaker now. I was a speaker. I was a speaker then. I just mm. wasn't making anything. Right. You feel me? I was a podcaster then, but, but I wasn't, I wasn't, I only had one listener, you know what I mean? I, you know, I was an author, you know, you know, I was writing a book, you know what I mean? And I feel like the fact that I remained consistent on the hard days is my biggest accomplishment, man, because, you know, the, the, the success at the end, you feel me is it's always, you know. One thing about the process, man, I always I always refer to the process like the alphabet. Okay. You feel me? We know for a fact that 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 Z comes after A. We know right. for a fact. Mm-hmm. All right. But but what what about the other, you know, 20, 20, 24 letters that we got to get to? Right. You feel me? What, what, what about those other 20? We had A. We know that we got to get to Z. What about the 24 letters in between that? Yeah. And the fact that I was able to make it between those. To get to Z, that's what my biggest accomplishment is because mm. you hear it all the time, bro. You hear it all the time. How many, how many, how many college dropouts you know? Facts, so many. You, you know what I mean? How yeah. many people do you know uh, graduated <clears throat> college, but 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 they not even doing shit in their major? So many. You know what I mean? Yeah. How you know how many how many high school dropouts do we know? Right. I know a lot of people that started a podcast and quit after after the first three episodes. Yep. I know a lot of people that had an idea about doing a book and quit after, you know, a couple, you know, a couple sentences. I yep. know a lot of people that spoke at events but quit when the money didn't come in. So yep. the fact that I stay consistent that's even deep. when I felt like there was no end in sight, that's my biggest accomplishment. That's dope. That's dope. And I want the listeners to think about that too, bro, before you ask me is like, you know, what is your biggest accomplishment this far? Because like the whole episode, we kind of been talking about the same thing. You know, it's one of those where we don't take a moment to sit back and look at, damn, what did we just do? You know what I mean? And I think that's what everybody needs to do when they hear this. What did you, what, what is your biggest accomplishment? This far, now don't think about because if we say fairies, they could give us 15, 30. What's your biggest accomplishment this far? Mm-hmm. That's what I want y'all to know. And you was about to ask mm-hmm. me the same, bro. Yeah, I was about that. Yep, I was about to ask you the exact same one. Um, I, I, I want to say mine is a little bit online with yours, kind of, but mine, I think, is the ability to take risks. You know, I feel like, um, hmm. yeah, I feel like. everything that I have accomplished, the private practice was like a scary one. Um, uh, You know, thinking like, damn, can I do this? The book was scary. Every, every goal that I have set out has been extremely terrifying to me because I never thought I could do it. You know what I mean? Especially being a black man in America. So I think if my ability to just be like, Hey, if I don't make it, I'm back to square one anyway. So I might as well try. So I would say, my ability to take risks. And I feel like us as people, we're too scared to take risks because we're afraid to fail in front of the public's eye where you don't fail if you don't quit. Like you just say, it consistency. You only lose when you quit. You know what I mean? So I took every L as a lesson. You know what I mean? And I, 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 I uh-huh. understood that was a part of my risk where it was a calculated risk where, all right, how can I get from point A, like you said, to Z, and if I fail in between, 
do I have the ability to risk it one more time? A hundred percent. A hundred percent, man. And, and, you know, as we come to a close to this episode, man, I just got a couple of questions for you. You know what I mean? And the first one, man, is would you rather be needed or wanted? Hmm. And what are what are we speaking in general? Are we speaking in relationships? Are we speaking in friendships? Uh, I'm gonna say in general. Okay. Because <clears throat> um, it can always apply. It can always change up and stuff. So let, let let's leave it in general. No, absolutely. Um, I feel like I would want to be wanted. You know what I mean? Because I feel like needed is in a survival a sense of like I feel like a lot of people was raised off survival. You know what I mean? So they need to be friends they need to be loved mm-hmm. versus i want to be desired i want you to want to be my friends i want you to want to do right by me if that makes sense what about you same question that's a great question same question same question I, i'm just like you um i would rather be wanted okay Why and so? you know <clears throat> a, a little bit a little bit more vulgar on my end of why I would rather be wanted is okay. because when I hear somebody say they need something, I immediately think of a drug addict. Okay. I immediately think of a drug addict. <clears throat> okay. You see what I'm saying? And, and, and you, uh, once again, coming from Detroit, Michigan, you, you, I know you've seen one just as much as I've seen one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and we, and we can go downtown Detroit and see all type of them. Absolutely. You feel me? Yeah. And I, and, and that's what it looks like when you need something. To me. Okay. That's what it always looks like when you need something. Gotcha. But when you want something, you you you, you it's there because you want it there. It's gotcha. there because you're liked. You're it's there because you know what I mean. It it's not a necessity. It's you know it's always a luxury. And if I am a luxury in someone's life, you know that I appreciate that. You know what I mean. That's deep. I don't want you to. I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be a a need in somebody's life because if they cannot access me, then. They're willing to do anything to get to me. No, that's a fact. And that brings, my grandmother always used to tell me, if you give too much too fast, they'll fall in love with your hand and not your heart. And that's what makes me think of need. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you say, if you always Mm -hmm. need something for me, you fall in love with my acts of service versus actually just being in my presence. Yes. Yes, 100%. You know what I mean? You know, if you need me, it, it's one of those things of why, what is it that, what void am I filling in your life? Facts. You know, what, what am I, you know, <clears throat> are you utilizing me as a distraction? No. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's so, it's so many more things to unpack when it's, when you need something. Yeah. Now my question, my next question is, is would you rather be respected or liked? Would I rather be respected or liked? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. You you got some good ass questions tonight, boy. You didn't came left here. Would I rather? <laughs> I hear that, huh? I hear that. Um. Hmm. I think for myself, when I hear it, like you know, like you said, it could go so many different ways. When you're speaking about general versus relationships versus friendships, but if I if I gotta choose, if I would rather be respected or liked, um. I feel like I would rather be respected, you know, and I, I, I pick, mm. I pick respected because I feel like, um, you can like your wife, you know what I mean? But that don't mean you not going to go cheat because it's like, no, I like you, but it's like it with respect. It's a certain level of, um, like integrity that I, I feel like you got to withhold when you speak about respect, because it's like, it's some shit that you just won't do to somebody you respect versus if you like somebody, you may still like them, but still do wrong by them. What about you? Mm. Man, I asked you first because that, that I, I still haven't been able to answer that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, that's why I had to ask you first, you know? <laughs> But but I actually to be honest with you, man, I think um I think I would rather be liked. Okay. I think I would rather be liked. Why is that? You know what I mean? And the reason why I I, I would rather be liked is because I feel like my ego, I feel like my ego is tied into respect. You okay. Know what I mean, like you know, and 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 when I think of respect, man, like I can get people. You know, I always look at it from a military standpoint. Okay. You know. 
people are gonna people are gonna respect me because of the rank that I wear. That's that 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 comes with it. <clears throat> but you. the work ethic that comes from the like. You know okay. what I mean? Like if they didn't like me, they just they gonna complete the job, but they're gonna complete the job at bare minimum. Okay. You know what I mean? But if they but if they liked me, you feel me? If they liked me, they're completing it more. There's always gonna be this emotional attachment to it. Okay. You know what I mean? And 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 I I, I you know, once again, like if they're gonna respect me regardless. Yeah. You know, now just like you, mm-hmm. in a relationship, I feel like it will switch. Okay. Almost. Yeah. Where just you know, <clears throat> you can like somebody all you want. You'll cheat on them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've seen that. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. But but when you respect that person, it it now goes towards this idea of damn, man, I really don't want to have my significant other looking like that. Gotcha. You you feel me? They know you know they know that my my they know who my significant other is. Gotcha. So why would I go out here and look crazy and embarrass her? Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's that that's a hard one. If it's in general, yeah. I would rather just be liked. But if it's in a relationship, I will always rather just choose respect. See, this is why I love conversations like this, and I feel like listeners need to have conversations like this because it's no right or wrong answer to any of these. You know what I mean? Because it's all Mm perspective-based. And like you say, from what I hear, I feel like I put it in a sports analogy analogy where, you know, I can like a player but not respect a player. You know what I mean? Like, damn, that's a good guy. Mm -hmm. But when I see Kobe in there at 5 a.m., 4 a.m., putting in work, that amount of respect, that's respectable yeah where i'm like fuck i gotta go play hard for him because if he doing all of this for me i gotta play hard versus Mm -hmm. like i can like lebron but might not respect his game because i'm like i don't see you got the dog in you you know what i mean i like you as a player like yeah Yeah. you average 30 10 and 10 you're a a great showman yeah great showman so i feel like like you said either way it it depends on the situation but great you got another one Man, I ain't got one. I ain't. Th- th- those are my only two right there. Those are my only two in the shoot right there. I got one for you, and I got. Oh, one okay. For- I hear that now. I hear that. I got one for you, and I got one for the listeners. So, like you know, it, with this talk of um, I'm gonna use because you know a lot of us got kids. So you know the Spider Man with this meta universe and all of this and different versions of Spider Man and stuff. It, it, you know, I always dissect things way differently instead of just enjoying the concept of the movie and how the movie is going to be, it it brought me to a question, bro. So if you was living in a multi-universe and your best version stepped out, what would that best version of you have that you currently don't have? Damn. That is a good question right there. And to the listeners, I want to repeat it one time. Yeah, what would your best version, like if you in a like the meta um, universe, what would your best version, if it stepped out, what would your best version look like that you currently don't have? My best version would have undeniable confidence. Ooh, that's a good one. My that's best version will have undeniable confidence, you know, and I, and you know, me and you, we have this conversation <clears throat> often, yeah. you know what I mean? And this, and this definitely could be another topic for another episode. But one thing that I struggle with is, um, is, is, is my, is my confidence. Okay. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, you know, and, 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 and a lot of times, like, you know, my confidence is based off of what I have accomplished, Okay. you know? And if I don't feel accomplished, I don't feel worthy. And if I don't feel worthy, then, then it's hard to look at myself sometimes, mm. you know? So that's, that was the main reason why I had to start talking about myself as yeah. if I was talking about, uh, talking about me to somebody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had to brag about myself to myself. I, you I feel you. me? Yeah. Because I had to bring my confidence up. And that was one of the biggest things that I had. I felt like I had to get back this year yeah. was, deep. was my confidence in therapy and life coaching. Not you bro. I know I'm, I'm, I'm definitely about to answer in therapy. First off, thank you for being <laughs> vulnerable for that, bro. Cause that's not an easy question. You know what I mean? Uh, but in therapy and I life coaching, that. we call that positive self-talk. You know, I, I, I advise um, my life clients that comes to me for life coaching. Like that's a huge one, especially with males is self-esteem and self-confidence. So I always say, 
the only voice that you're going to hear constantly is your own. So positive self-talk changes the whole dynamic. You know what I mean? Instead of being like, hey, I don't got it. I'm worthless. You know, giving yourself those positive affirmations and those positive uh, positive talk. So I love that you do that, bro. Uh, For myself, I would definitely say confidence is one, uh, but for a different reason. Like, um, I feel like for myself, you know, like you say, um, I, I feel like I often get stuck in between all the accomplishments. You know what I mean? Like at some point, once you accomplish so much, you look at it like, are they, which, what we talked about earlier, do they respect me or like me because of my accomplishments or do they like it because it's it's me? You know what I mean? Because I feel like those are two separate entities mm-hmm. where it's like, with, with, mm-hmm. would, would the person that I'm dealing with be dealing with me if I didn't have a master's degree because of how society would view her status, you know, because she's hired up in our, mm-hmm. our you know, in her field. Another thing uh, for myself would be um, wealth, bro. I feel like I, I constantly, and this is just me being authentic to the listeners, you know, I feel like I'm constantly coming from a place of, I feel like too, what we just talked about, never really feeling like we got enough with business, but I also feel like that when it comes to financial, you know what I mean? I'm steady with the recession and with everything that comes along, I steady try to have multiple incomes, knowing that one income can stop at any given moment. And I I don't think I ever been at peace with that from coming from nothing. I'm steady, no matter how much I have I will steady be worried. Like that's something that I'm constantly working on. Like just breathe for a minute where it's like, look, you, you're not about to go hungry, dude, but I, I still work like I am. If that makes sense. I like that, bro. I love that, man. I love that, man. And just like that, man, another extraordinary thought left is ordinary. I, I always do it on a live episode. Y'all already know that there's going to be an intro to this, man. But but once again, man, my brother Artavia's married. Bro, I got to tell you, man, that's a strong... I know you've heard that before. <laughs> yeah. Artavia's, that's a strong name. Yeah. That's a strong name. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But my brother Artavia's married, RT. You know what I mean? This ain't the last time that y'all gonna see him on the show. Nope. You feel me? And and I really just want to throw this out there to whoever is listening to this episode. <clears throat> my highest episodes, my highest ranked episodes, all have RT in them. I just really want to just throw that one out there because That's I don't amazing. know who needs to hear that. You feel me? But my top episode is 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 with RT. You feel me? And, and, and my, my, like, I think RT, like the episodes, every time we do an episode, it's always in like my top five and top 10, you yeah. know what I mean? Hands down. No. You know, I just really just got to throw that out there, bro. Because a lot of people, like, if you listening to this episode, man, like, <clears throat> please understand that if you type in RT Merit, you feel me? There's going to be a list of episodes with us there. Those episodes are gems, man. And I cannot stress that enough. They are Damn them some good ass episodes, man. So it was always a great, it's always an honor to have you on the show, man. It's always just, man, I love the conversations. I love the energy that you bring, bro. And I greatly appreciate you. No, and bro, thank you so much for having me. And I think it just, I think that's just credit to you, bro. And we, we got chemistry off, like, you know, but you just a dope ass individual. And you're one of those people where we talk about circles where I, giving flowers, like sometimes I almost get chills you know, no homo in the sense of you will text me out of nowhere for any accomplishment and vice versa. And that's what I mean. And what we mean by we're nowhere near each other. And I'll be like, damn, I didn't even know he knew about this. You know what I mean? And vice versa. So it's like having somebody Mm -hmm. that's authentic, is only going to make you better in anything you do with those type of people. You know what I mean? It's no wonder we got the highest ranked episode is because it's no faking. We're authentic with each other and we only want the best for each other where we not on here trying to be macho. You know what I mean? Hey, uh, I got a book. You got a book. Mm-hmm. You wrote your book before me and I told you like, bro, damn, I didn't even know you was fucking writing a book. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's no ego mm-hmm. with us and that's what I appreciate. And one more time, bro, because before we leave, I'm so fucking proud of you because 10K uh, author guest speaking your price is your price now and it's going up by the day i just want to give you your flowers bro because this is against all odds i know the hand you was dealt bro and for you to get here 
they see this here. It's almost like, to me, I compare you to Steph Curry, where they see him hitting all these shots, but they didn't see all the ones he was missing and all the practice he had, where you was doubting yourself, where you was about to retool the whole fucking thing, but you stayed loyal, and then you went and got your own rings, man. So, I, I, I just, I commend you, bro. It's not an easy task, and I don't want you to feel like this is just a walk in the park or everyday thing just because you're walking through it because, bro, a lot a lot of people feel that what you're doing right now. Man, I appreciate that, bro, man. And always, man, like, it's always an honor to have you, man. It's always a privilege, man, and I value our friendship, man. Absolutely. Also, man, like, once again, man, like, y- y'all y'all better check out the show notes. You you feel me? You know I'm going to plug his book there. No. You feel me? I'm going to put his social media handles where, 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 where you can find him. Yep. You know what I mean? But 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 stay stay tuned because me me and RT got something coming. We definitely got something Big. cooking in the background. Yeah. Can't wait to share that. Can't wait yeah. to share that. Yeah. But And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Now, do me a favor. If you're on Apple or Spotify, don't forget to leave a five-star review for this podcast. And lastly, hit that subscribe button because this podcast deserves to grow just as